1: Everybody, and welcome to Are <laughs> You Screening? The Are You Screening.com podcast. Dude, you're right in the middle of talking. I, I didn't, I, I didn't I'm I your that. host, Are You Screening.com's own Mark Eastman. And with me, as always, is co host extraordinaire Shane Leonard. Hello. And this week, as everyone should know, it's uh, Batman versus Superman Dawn of Justice. You can't, you have to say the whole name. I'm glad you said Dawn of Justice and said what all the critics panning in as Dawn of of Justice. Instead of other things. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I'd want that to be the dawn of something else as opposed to the yawn of justice doesn't do it justice. Yeah. (laughs) Really. Uh, And uh, you you know news there's just not a lot of news except for this movie uh, TV renewals and cancellations and all that stuff. This is the time there's nothing coming out quickly enough for there to be uh, a big uh, production uh, about anything like that. I don't know. Do we ever get demographic?
0: We don't. We there's no way we'd get demographics on
1: who listens to
0: us. We no. get We get like how many and right. from where, but we don't know ages. No. Like the news, like Patty Duke dying. I actually wonder if anybody who right that's to us actually knows who
1: news. Patty Duke is. <clears> oh <throat> sure, it's all old people listening I, to us. Really, I hope so. Well, then we uh, should have a good. You time know, radio, I'll tell you like, the craziest thing about that whole. Deal, yeah. right? I was, you know, I I don't Kilder. I don't have the age to be like a serious Patty Duke fan. Right, I've seen all the stuff that she's been in, but, um, you know, Valley of the Dolls even is a little too old for, for me, and then you now. have to be older than that for right. other things. But you know, right. the craziest thing because I just do not do like the who's who and what's what of right. insider news or whatever. But uh, that news came out, and then all of a sudden, there's like Sean Aston tweeting stuff about his mom dying. And I'm right. like, shut up. Right. What? Yeah, <laughs> right. I had no idea that uh, – uh, and then there's uh, Mackenzie Austin too is, yep. is his brother. Yep. So that must be his there mom too, right? right? That's I put that together all by myself. But I had no idea that they were – That's uh, one of those things
0: they that were I her knew, kids. but I had forgotten. Like I knew it as soon as he said it and I'm like, right. Right. I, yeah, I had and then, no idea before that. I was like, Oh wow. Yeah. So I, I remember her just from the Helen Keller stuff more than anything. Right, right. And, but you know, that's kind of limiting cause she's, she was big. Right. You know? But
1: that was a long time ago. Right. Uh, so yeah, she died. So, so there is that news. Um, and, uh, You know, other than that, really, it's it's all um, maybe a couple of trailers of things um, that have gotten, Mm -hmm. and mostly new trailers of things that you already saw a trailer for. And other than that, it's just like uh, all the TV renewals. This is like TV renewal week. So uh, CBS and the CW and NBC and they've all released uh, some. Actually, NBC has a few still that it's not going to say yet, so it hasn't. They're just building drama, like to you know. Actually, drama? NBC does that a lot, though, because they will they will wait until you know. That, I don't know. I think they wait until they see what well, they, what they could replace is, it with, maybe. Doesn't <laughs> or, that make sense knows?
0: in a way? Like, if everybody else drops their crime stuff, and they're like,
1: "Well, we'll pick up CSI right, right.
0: Brooklyn," you know, I, right. that maybe makes the most sense of all. But I don't know.
1: It, it would be it weird. would be cool, actually. I mean, because I hate all of the c i and, and oh, CIS you've got to like and, one of them uh, no i don't this is and a uh good. you know what you know what I liked I liked law and order for like the first couple seasons, yeah yeah <laughs> like a jillion years ago, but it would be cool if there was... Because now there's like c s i everywhere and c i s everywhere else right. it would be cool if there was one that was you know, like Hoboken or <laughs> like there was one right. that was like a tiny little yeah you know that'd be right. cool that'd Some be a, like thing. a new spin, yeah, yeah. yeah. anyway. Um, so yeah, yeah there's like
0: Twin Peaks now that would be all right
1: that would be okay you know uh, that would be they, a good one be, uh, but anyway so you know I I, I was going to run through some of the movies that are coming up yeah uh, especially in April so it's it's kind of weird April is a little bit of like a weird limbo now this year anyway and you know as we we keep saying the summer is like a different time and everything and May yeah. is Serious Hardcore, summer, right? right? May is when tons of big stuff comes out. Yeah, they had this big giant thing when it's not even May, right? But April seems to be like this weird limbo now, and it used to be like January and February. Look, look out! <laughs> we're uh, we're like a real limbo. Right. There was like a real you bomb. were not getting getting anything worth watching, right? Unless it was maybe some indie number, or you that, live in a
0: small city like we do, and we get like whatever was big for Oscars finally plays in the theater, <laughs> right? You know. Sure,
1: but but yeah, that was a real so. But this April is odd, except there are some you know, kind of big movies in a way, yeah. But April is a very weird month, and uh, the next. Couple weeks are really weird, yeah. but then in general, April is weird. But I thought we'd, you know, just let people know uh, what they should be marking their calendars for. I guess uh, April eighth is uh, the boss with Melissa McCarthy, and and this movie is uh, is really sort of a sequel in its own special way to Tammy, right? Because right. this is, um, you know, Melissa McCarthy and her husband yeah. wrote it; he directs it and it's so it's it's right up there in potential with uh exactly exactly yeah yeah this Mm -hmm. and you know this is seriously like i i like i want to like melissa mccarthy yeah (laughs) because when she does stuff i like i like her a lot right but you know this is just uh so i'm huge now so i can give my husband work right? right i mean it's not like he's a director of law other stuff and Just then stuff. and then since they're married <laughs> right. right he might as well direct her no it's not right. that at all it's like she's like the new adam sandler i, I don't know, you know what the deal is but it's the uh she loses all her money and isn't it funny that she's really mean to people and then she takes over the non-girl scouts right. <laughs> it's, yeah. the, uh, it's not girl scouts group and she's gonna make a bunch of money and hilarity ensues and uh, then you've got Demolition, which is a movie that I've actually been looking forward to for a long time, and it, it got pushed back a couple of different times. I think. I know one time. It's I did. um, it's uh, what's his name? <laughs> God, now I can't remember his name. Anyway, it's it. it's um, you know the movie, right? I do. It's uh, but it it's actually a really cool movie in a way where it's guy loses his wife and can't figure out how to feel anything about it (laughs) which is like Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal yeah Jake Gyllenhaal which is uh kind of a fun story but he he has this you know weird reaction and he's not happy about having his weird reaction right Right. and Mm -hmm. and I guess they had they had just uh bought their dream house or something like that Mm -hmm. and so about just destroying the house right he just he just tears the whole That's house apart yeah and uh there's if you watch the trailer there's some like little tiny clip about somebody saying something about taking apart your old life right so he goes okay i'll do I'll, it i'll take it i'll right. take it apart and uh and then louder than bombs which is uh jesse eisenberg's in that one and it's, right. it's a uh it's a super slow, dry-looking movie mm-hmm. if you if you if you get, get any facts about it. But it's about um, it's about a family's reaction to their mother's slash wife's death, mm-hmm. and she was a war photographer. And it's just uh, it's just all of them and their what it, loss stories, right? Whatever. So, I mean, which seems just like action packed, right? Yeah. Uh And it, that's a movie too, who knows where it'll open or what yeah, kind right. of, what kind of a release it's going to get. Yeah. Then you jump to April 15th and you got the jungle book. So that's big, right? That'll yeah. be a big thing. I don't know if it'll be a good big thing, right. but it's got lots of stars in it. Yeah. <laughs> it's got a lot of names attached to it and yeah. it's, Disney, so yep. everyone's gonna go see that yep. i I'm hesitant about that one the
0: sweet spot but it
1: looks one. odd it <laughs> even the the more I see of it too the odder it kind of looks yeah. so yeah. i I don't know okay. and then the same week is Barbershop. so hooray right. Which one? Three, seven? seven? I, I, I can't remember. The next cut. The ne- yeah. <laughs> it doesn't have a number. They've yeah. abandoned numbers yeah. because they don't want you to know. <laughs> no. yeah. uh, at some point, when you put 27, right. all of a sudden people don't show up. Right. And also in that same week is that criminal movie, uh, right. which is uh, got also a lot of names. Kevin Costner's in it, Ryan Reynolds, Gary Oldman, Gal Gadot, Wonder Woman is in it. Yep. And, um, you know it looks like so odd yeah that it looks like, it looks like a really crazy sci-fi movie that doesn't want to be because Kevin Costner's in it right or some like it wants right. to be super serious yeah but it's apparently about putting somebody else's thoughts and mind into Kevin Costner and then mm-hmm. he goes and talks to dead guy's wife yeah. and they who knows i don't know somebody wants to know something so they Put his mind into somebody else. I'm, I'm psyched. I don't know what it's about. It'll be. But right. it, if you watch the trailer of that one, it looks like such a weird. It looks like somebody took a uh, like a TV show that was made for Sci Fi Channel, right? And then said, "Wait, what if we <laughs> rework the <laughs> like whole thing and put some big, you know, Tom Hanks right. is in it now, and right. he's, <laughs> and it's all a big deal." I don't know. It just looks odd. Then yeah. the twenty second, you get to. Uh, Speaking of Tom Hanks, a hologram for the king, which is uh, Tom Hanks, uh, I guess, loses like everything. So he goes to Saudi Arabia to sell some idea to the king of something because that's where all the money is or who knows what. And, you know, again, we get to see lots of pictures of him in the desert and hilarity ensues. It's like it's like the new thing. It yeah. you know it's like a bunch of huge stars were all like drinking in the secret clubhouse at the top of Disney World or right. whatever like they, right. they were in their secret meeting room and they all said, you know, uh okay, I I bet you you can't make a movie. Right. Like they have like a list, right? They all have to make a movie in the Middle East right. and they all have to make a movie where who knows what, right? And they're all just checking this crap off their list. Like,
0: <laughs> I love the Steve Martin film, and I've always blanked on the title where he's the preacher, and everyone's like, You got to tell Hippopotamus today. And he works. Right, right, exactly. Right. He's like, All right, I'll make 50 bucks. I yeah, that's,
1: what, that's you know? what they're all doing. Yeah. And so you've got uh, Bill Murray doing Rock the Casbah, and then Tom Hanks follows right. it up right. with right. another. That's, awesome. that's what they're all doing. Anyway, and then uh, uh, the, that same week, the 22nd, The Huntsman, Winter's Tale. Right. Which uh, looks com- looks completely screwy, right? right. But, right. It, but is a very interesting bit of like the craziness of Hollywood. Yeah. Because uh, the first movie was actually going to be just the Huntsman without Snow White in it. Right. Somebody in charge of the money said, yeah, I don't think so. Right. <laughs> and then, so they had to like switch things up a little bit. And then you come back. now. Now you go back to the idea where really it's just the Huntsman and right. the crazy magic and whatever. I don't know. The first one didn't seem like it did that well. I mean, yeah. first of all, the, the first one wasn't great, Right. but it wasn't really like on my, it was short list of horrible movies that right. year or anything. It right. was, you know, okay. Yeah. But it just didn't seem like something where I thought to myself, boy, I got to see where they go with that right. and see another one. Yeah. So I, I don't know, but then again, you've got limited releases, so it, 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 it could it, make I, a lot of money you know, because it, be. it doesn't have tons of competition, right And then the 29th, you've got Mother's Day, which right. is uh, your next Gary Marshall holiday you know dysfunctional bunch of, bunch of bunch of yeah. stories all come together in the end. It's really like Gary Marshall just you know kind of ripped love actually right. off and right. said, "I could do that for it's another bet. Yeah, I I could do that for every holiday on the calendar, yeah. and make my own movie. And you know, this one's got kind of the usual suspects of who would be in it. It's got tons a- of names: right. Julia Roberts in it with the goofiest looking hair you've ever seen. Right. And you know, it, it's got star after star after star, and they've all got their spin on either being a mother, having a mother, right losing a mother you know you weird know. stories of being a mother you know being adopted and trying to find your mother yeah. it's like every yeah. you just take the checklist of what it can possibly mean right. to be a mother or whatever and somebody's got that story and they're all connected somehow and all interwoven you're off you to the it, races there you know and uh, then on the 29th kino yeah which is the uh, kmpl Yep. movie about uh they lose their cat and they have to pretend to be drug dealers yeah. to work their way into this crime gang to right. get their cat back right, right. <laughs> and, and they go and the, and supposedly it's hilarious right uh it was I, it was i think it was at like south by southwest uh people yeah. were talking about it recently so it was at, at one of those and right and apparently everyone loved it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's one of these films that the
0: buzz beyond it is better
1: than the byline for it. Like right, it just, right. Because it just doesn't sound good. It sounds it's completely It's almost like ridiculous. how when I
0: remember somebody was describing Harold and Kumar at right, White Castle. Right. And I'm like, that's
1: your movie. <laughs> right. And then, you know, it, you It's basically, you know, it's it, it so, seems like one of those things where you have uh, somebody on Saturday Night Live has a skit that they do over and over, <laughs> and then they make a movie out of right. that skit. right. Which are always horrible, right? But since this one skipped right past the "you've seen it all already," mm-hmm. you know that's the funniest thing about those is like everything they do in the movie you've seen right. like a thousand times already. So how is it a movie? And this one right. they just go, "Well, it's just really like a sketch, right? But we'll make it into a whole movie." Right. But you haven't seen it all before, so
0: now Might it'll work.
1: Fun. I don't know. Everyone says it's hilarious. Though. Yeah, and uh, Ratchet and Clank, the oh, yeah. uh, right. animated. Movie about uh, you know I don't know like a cat who destroys asteroids I don't know right. what, I don't <laughs> know what right that's close I don't know what that is but that that's your whole April and really there there are some movies that are you know quote unquote big releases right but nothing that is you know awesome right it's just all May It's like all filler you but know? Then, and yeah. then May is huge you've got all, right. everything comes out in May all kinds of big stuff comes in May. And you've got uh, Captain America and, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know. Just everything comes out in May. So, yeah. Anyway, moving on to uh, Batman versus Superman, which it's at Donald some Trump. point we're going to have to talk about. We got it. Gotta, we, I mean. We uh, okay. So.
0: <sighs> You're dying to talk uh, ooh, about it. I,
1: we don't have anything else to distract ourselves with. No. All right. So I have actually already reviewed this one uh, online. Oh, did you? Because, you know, the break was too much. You should have an embargo.
0: To... You can't be doing that stuff before. Well, I... it was a long holiday
1: weekend it, for it, us. Yeah. So I guess it, you it was a while and it was yeah. uh, It was just staring at you me. You couldn't anyway. wait to get your thoughts out. No, So I've already, I kind of couldn't, really? let me tell you. <laughs> so I've actually already rated it online, so I have to stick with that. Right, gotta, <laughs> and there's no point in hiding it, but right. I gave it a two. Huh. Out of ten, out of ten, yeah, and it, and it was lucky to get it. And I'll tell you, it got it. Be, <laughs> it got it mostly because, uh, without totally reviewing the film, it got it mostly because it looked really cool. Yeah, and in certain sense of directing things, I really thought it was well directed. It was, it was like uh, if if somebody else made this movie, right? Yeah. And they came out at the beginning and said, "I don't want to make this movie. I think the story is completely stupid." But you're giving me a ton of money, so I'll direct it. And then they made this. You would go, "Well, I mean, it's well directed. <laughs> like, uh, I don't know. About it that was. At all. Uh, I thought it was. I, I thought it was put together well. And I thought even a lot of the the scenes of the conversations. Right. Right. Now pretend you can't hear what they're saying." Okay. The the scenes of the conversation were really well shot and well put together and I thought had a good theoretical Mm -hmm. concept for delivering like the emotion and the drama that they were meant to or like the playfulness when they were meant to or whatever like that. It's just that all the characters had stupid things to say and so they they keep saying stupid things so it doesn't actually work. But you know, thought as far as the, the only problem with that is that I think Zack Snyder probably actually thinks this is a good movie, so that kind of right <laughs> ta- I, takes a lot out of out I of that sale. Agree. But yeah. but anyway, I gave it a two. You I, and man. I'm not going to go you know too far in actually reviewing things before. No, that makes before sense you, before we start doing our things.
0: I I mean I got to hear more about how you think this piece of crap was directed well. Uh, I think there are parts where Zack Snyder's strengths certainly show because he's a visual guy. And and uh, I would have to look back real quick because <clears throat> off the top of my head, all of his films have all been, you know, I never saw Star Punch, so I can't say that. Oh, that's good uh, all movie, the films yeah. that I that I've seen, and that's the only one of his that I haven't seen, were visually very engaging. Even yeah. Things that I didn't like, um, like Man of Steel, I thought was very very interesting visually. He's got uh, an incredible style for what he wants to show. I give this a three and a half at, at best because part of the things that I liked um, were really enjoyable when they happened, but as a whole, it's just such a, dar- it's just such a, just pile of mismatched things, lost opportunities, oh yeah, miscast roles, gotten roles out of people that shouldn't have been doing the things that he wanted them to do. It's just, it's a train wreck. But I guess more surgically, it didn't feel like a movie at all. It felt like an advertisement for films that are coming. Well, yeah, that, that's
1: that's the easy That's thing actually that's actually in my review that yeah. I wrote.
0: Yeah. Because, the whole,
1: film, because like, the whole the whole movie itself is just a two and a half hour trailer for, for Justice, Justice League. Justice League. Yeah. Right.
0: And it doesn't have to be. Like I understand how you want to sprinkle in these things. I understand how you want to make Easter eggs kind of be more apparent because this is the direction we're going in. It's the worst kept secret in you know movies right. at this point. And I understand they have a big colossus to to battle and, with and the, and the way they do it is the worst possible it's way absolutely ever. Absolutely the worst possible way ever. And in fact, if if you could look at the exact opposite of what I think is wrong in every way about this film, the stuff that Josh Whedon did with the Avengers is everything right. He had every every bit of all the characters to juggle all the storylines to put together, give everybody equal screen time, make everybody interesting, introduce bad guys, introduce future storylines. Like the, the subtle, the subtle way that, that say, for example, the Avengers film leads into Thor's next movie, Ragnarok, where he has the visions and he's talking about like, I have to go investigate this more.
1: Right. That's,
0: that's obviously what's happening, but it kind of exists reasonably in the film when you've got just Batman waking up, and all of a sudden some weird guy is telling you to remember this thing, right? So you apparently told him to go back in time to tell you. But if you remember to tell him, why do you need him to go back in time to? Like the
1: paradox of just thinking about things for a second—it's it, also heavy-handed. Well, and, and the, hamfisted. And, and the, the worst ever is uh, when when Wonder Woman. Now I will I will modify right. my statement slightly because I did I, I, I did kind of like think, Wonder Woman, right? She was okay, but. I got a problem um, with her in a big way. The, uh well, but is it like it's not Wonder her. Woman no, or it's Zack Snyder, it's, Gal Gadot, or no, 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 it's either. either. I, I, okay. it's
0: not Gal or Wonder
1: Woman. Well, well okay, anyway, but when she when they have like a little file, and right. then and then they just start playing it, they might as well just stop the movie right altogether right. and just go here's, They should could put like a big sign and right. just say here's some crap you have to watch exactly. for a couple of minutes. Right, it, it's not. It's, so it's not like a relevant thing. Yeah. And what's doubly weird about that kind of, mm-hmm. I think, is that when Batman looks at it and sees Wonder Woman, right. that it's fine. Right.
0: That's actually like
1: a a sensible part of what's going on and it's built the into the moment. story and yeah. everything. Absolutely. But then later you just suddenly go, hmm. Let's look at all these other files right. for when a everything while. Everything else I mean, is going to hell. It's and, and completely Yeah, You know, it, it just, I
0: guess, I guess almost throughout. And I was willing to give it a lot of leeway, which is silly. I'm not going to make this mistake with Zack Snyder again. <laughs> like, it, it's not that there's so much time. It's not even that I felt like this was a almost impossible film to screw up. Because there's an interesting conversation amongst the geeks and the comic book fans and even movie guys who don't know the source material between this, which seemingly had such an incredible easy screenplay. I don't mean the the real screenplay, but like Batman and Superman from Frank Miller's work for 25 years on, right. they've always been going at each other in this, like, what if kind of thing. All you got to do is film what the best writers have already done. It's very right. simple. So there's that weird degree of difficulty that he couldn't even maintain to him having to film the hardest comic book of all time in The Watchmen, like a film that many people said should never be made because it's too impossible to really capture. Strangely, I think he did a pretty good job with Watchmen.
1: Uh, I do do too. I don't like like the way that uh, in The Watchmen, I actually really kind of like that movie. I don't like the fact that really the ending is very different. Yes, right. And, And for no reason that I can really figure out. Like, it's not. Yeah, it didn't have to be that way. It could have just been the way that it is right. in the it would comic. Have been perfectly and fine. and why not? And, and but I don't know, anyway,
0: I don't know if you felt like this, but so we're watching the film. And again, if nobody said it, it's two and a half hours long. Yeah. And and, and it's an, an hour damned. too long. And it's an hour too long, but I'll be damned when it's
1: kind of working. And, and it's and, working and fast. And the like extended it, version's coming out in know. the summer, in theaters. And that, oh and that drives God. me nuts be because there's,
0: there's more footage in there, not behind the scenes stuff, but to drive the sale of the film. Like it's going to have more things that make sense. Make your goddamn movie and release it. Make your sense now. You're not Coppola. You're (laughs) not Scorsese. You don't get to remake these films. Yeah, tell me what you want me to see and and show it to me. But as the film plotted along and I saw one dream scene after another that didn't belong, and I just saw all these things happening, it, it became very clear that he doesn't understand the characters. And, right. and, and that's not a surprise because I think he showed he didn't understand the it, characters. It seems,
1: theory. like I said, like a movie that's made by someone who doesn't like them. Doesn't who doesn't like, like, the, like the, the comics. Right. Yeah. It,
0: it, it shows that he certainly like because there's all things that, that go into what he's doing but if you could just strip away the pretentiousness and the self-importance like he just, it feels like he thinks he's making something really magnanimous. Right. And and he might have if he
1: could have got out of his own way cuz it just is maybe it's i, I all over you know i don't know because this is after you get past like the first half hour right which doesn't really do enough for you to quite hate it yet Right. i mean it because we haven't really uh spun into the things that make it obvious that the movie doesn't know what it's doing really. right but what but then it's okay but once once the movie gets going, it just seems so obvious that, you know, he read some stuff right. that's supposed to lead to this. I mean, yeah. you know, the conflict, like you said, has been going on in the comics for like a long time. Yeah. There are some pivotal moments when it's gone on and uh, you know, whatever, but there's um, and it's, it's kind of closely con- connected to a particular graphic novel that is not actually called Batman versus Superman or anything, but it's like he read all this stuff, Uh all of this stuff that has turned into, right. The two most iconic comic book characters in the history of the world. Right. Absolutely. And said, I could do that so much better. Right. Like, dude, it did not become what it is. Right, Because it's like all the dumbest people ever writing it. And, you know, it. Yeah. the movie just feels like something that doesn't really like comic books, doesn't really know comic books very well, but it kind of goes, well, okay, this is the stuff that happens in comic books right. or... You know, they do these sorts of things in comic books, and then that's why I'll do it or whatever. Yeah. And the worst thing for me, (laughs) because, you know, I've said this before about tons of other movies, and I guess in a certain sense, this could be kind of spoilery, but I don't really think so. But uh, there's no need for this guy to be Lex Luthor. He's not actually related to Lex Luthor of like canon or whatever. Right. In any way other than that, his name is Lex Luthor and he's rich. Right. He doesn't have the backstory of Lex Luthor, even though Lex Luthor's backstory has been changed a couple times. (laughs) But 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 he doesn't have have any of them.
0: them. Right. Pick any of them.
1: And there's nothing about Lex Luthor in any of the Superman or even like crossover weird comics that he's just a psycho. Right, like this is—he's absolutely the opposite in most iterations. Yeah, Yeah. he's—he's just complete lunatic, and this is probably the dumbest motivation for a villain to do anything that there's ever been, whether it's like a comic or not. It's the dumbest theory of anything. Right, and then not only that, but yeah, he's—he's supposed to be a genius, right? Right. And maybe in some way he's a really smart guy in this movie because you don't really see him like inventing things right. or doing stuff. He just inherited everything, right. which is already odd. Right. right. And has nothing to do with Lex Luthor. Right. But he his, as his plans go on and as the movie goes on, it's like his plans work by not working. Yeah. Like his plans do not actually work. And then it's like, aha, that's I what was supposed to. Right. right. And then all of a sudden it worked out for me. So I can just keep going with my plan because right. it magically worked out.
0: I like Jesse Eisenberg a lot and in his performances, even in films that I think lose themselves. Like, you know, we're about to see Now You See Me too at some point. Right. And I thought it was really fun. But again, he's, he's interesting in a lot of ways with all the stuff he does and the range that he has, whether he's somebody in Zombieland or like in the social network. He's just got all these—he's got all these talents and this gift for being different guys. I didn't think I would see a more terrible and off-putting Lex Luthor than I ever did from the Brandon Routh Superman Returns film. Oh yeah, was, and I like Kevin Spacey, and on, on paper, man, that's a genius call. Right. But the story behind him, and just once again going after real estate like he did in all the other films, we already you know we don't have to talk about that film much but this this version for all the reasons you said and then just the physical way he presents him right like the the way that it looks first of all he's over the top in a way that makes Eddie redmayne in jupiter ascending <laughs> look restrained right and and in that delivery system but every but single in thing, a weird restraint too it, he's, he's not, almost like not, he's not screaming he's or almost like around. the mad hatter right. or something he's just He's not hes not the calculating genius who is to be, if he isn't in this film, he is, we see graduating to be, you know, the most dangerous criminal mind on the planet, one of those guys. He just looks like a trust fund kid. He looks more like Syndrome out of The Incredibles than he does Lex Luthor or out of Common. Right.
1: And, and not and, only that, but he's sort of mixed with like just kind of a Joker stand in. Like yeah. he's like a Joker replacement right. because he's just was, crazy.
0: I thought that was, I had heard that before we saw the film just briefly and not in a review I read, but it was just one of these soundbite things. And I went, ah, uh, I think that's somebody trying to get clicks on a byline. Like I didn't, right, but now I right. see it. His, his delivery of stuff looked crazy. It, every time but one looked so practiced and rehearsed, like all of the little like weird hand machinations and the little fluttering and the flipping and the stutterings that he did, like it just seemed so overpracticed and not genuine and real. And right. It just he he's like a track on a on an album that's overproduced. Right. Like He's just gone, with the exception of one thing. The best part of the film that I wish he was like throughout more of the film is when he starts throwing Polaroids of martha at Superman. oh right and i'm like even though i'm watching this and i'm like who uses polaroids <laughs> right. anymore? let alone this guy but that moment when he's got him right where he wants and he's not stuttering or being weird or you know chewing the scenery all these things he's dangerous and i i was like for 35 or 50 seconds i wanted that guy all the time because in my opinion <clears throat> one of the reasons the film loses at least a couple stars is the casting not, not the major. Thing. I actually really liked Ben Affleck as Batman, and more importantly, I liked Ben Affleck as Bruce Wayne more. I thought he was good. I actually still think Henry Cavill is gonna be okay at this role if just somebody lets him act.
1: If somebody makes a movie, you know, where, because if because, somebody makes a movie about
0: Superman, where they can <laughs> right, right. It, this guy who's supposed to represent truth and justice in the American way and be a beacon of hope and virtue. And it's like what you said earlier, it really just looks like Zack Snyder's like, I don't like that Superman. I'm going to make this guy who instead of being raised by loving, grounded, American people, I'm going to make that guy raised by the real sadistic babysitter. Because he just is sneering and cruel and mean and, and just thoughtless. And I realize, you know, some might argue, well, he's still young. Being Superman, that's
1: bullshit. Right.
0: That's Zack Snyder's idea to try to extrapolate a it, metaphor it's, for,
1: it's the same thing with it's the same thing with Batman because exactly Batman's wrong too, but now you just say, Well, it's old Batman. Right. No. So I get a I get and an excuse okay. to you know, say it's
0: different. There's all these layers of metaphor that I know he wants to put on it where we've got um, you know, aliens invading where, you know, not super aliens, but like people who aren't from around, you know, the country you got, you know, the frustration of terrorism and over surveillance and just on and on. And, you know, the, the, uh, the Lex Luthor guy who really looked more like a twisted Mark Zuckerberg than anything else. Right. And, and then you pepper the film with all these weird things that happen. Like we got to shave his head because Luthor has got to be bald. No, no you don't Mm -hmm. actually, you don't have to do that at all. There's no reason to do that, but we do it to fan service the film. Between the Easter eggs, the fan service, the poor decisions, you know, all that stuff is just soon insurmountable to what happens. But, you know, Ben Affleck, Henry Cavill, I I like Gal Gadot, even though she didn't do anything. You know, this is another problem with the film for me is Zack Snyder's kind of handling of all the women in it. When when it's actually built upon a tentpole of we're going to finally introduce like this really strong superwoman, literally superwoman, you know, uh, you know when you've got Lois Lane and Martha Kent being just like hostage fodder, like they don't exist to do right, anything. Right. And the scenes with his mother being so so angry and helping, like she's actually supposed to be the opposite. She's supposed to be that grounding that says, you know, we make mistakes. You have to look for the bright side of people. She's like, you don't you don't know the people anything. Burn them down if you want. You know, the kind of like this thing. And I'm like, who the hell is this woman? And if if that's who really raised this kid, no wonder he's such a screw up. You know, right. it just. Between all these different things and then finally peppering in these scenes with Wonder Woman, I was just like confused, aside from cameo build up like you said, to the film, why is she even in this? The first three times we see her, it's not hard for Gal Gadot to pull it off. She's just gotta look sexy in a dress. She can do that. Right. You know, and they're fighting over this weird cryptophile that I don't believe Wonder Woman would ever really need, even though if you go back to her origins and she was kind of like this spy-ish okay fine i'll I'll give you that but he keeps running into her and they keep playing this game and and i don't believe any of it because much like later on when superman and batman finally fight that fight could have been avoided if he just said the right sentence right in all the stuff with batman and wonder woman doing this weird sexy thomas crown affair dance thing with the file and the pictures you could have just avoided that by just Cutting through it and saying a sentence,
1: right? You know, and it's just all this extrapolated stuff that just doesn't go anywhere. No, yeah, exactly. It's and weird. and the way that the story is put together too is just awful, and it 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 has a lot to do with Lex Luthor, obviously, because yeah. it, his story is stupid. But the thing that's weird is it's odd that there are not very many people who just are insane as right. comic book villains, right? right? Because right. they're stupid right. and they're boring. And the whole genius of the Joker, right? Is that he's actually not right. He's, I mean, right. he certainly may seem like it, right? Yeah. But now you've got this movie going, I don't know. The villains are like crazy people or whatever. Right. So here you go. Here's a villain and he's completely crazy. Yeah. And and his theoretical motivation for whatever he's doing mm-hmm. is just, you know, some batshit ramblings (laughs) from somebody in a rubber room. Right. It's just complete nonsense. Right. And, and that just kind of like spills over into a lot of other stuff that happens. Everything that Batman does doesn't have anything to do with Batman. Really. It just has to do with, I want them to fight at the end. Right. So he has to be pissed. So I'll have this happen. We'll say that's an excuse for him to be pissed and crazy. Right. But Batman in this movie has fucking lost it,
0: right? <laughs> I
1: right. mean, absolutely, and that's like just nowhere near Batman right. in any way. And the movie just glosses over it, really. Yeah. The movie just, you know, the movie has Alfred go, "Really? That's what you're gonna do?" And Batman goes, "Hey, man, <laughs> yes, step off." <laughs> I mean, like, right. yeah. like nothing happened. It's like right. a conversation that doesn't actually exist in the movie, right? And this is like what I was talking about with the direction, right? Okay. The scene of that conversation. Right. Fill in a whole other script of dialogue that happens in there it's and like, that would be an awesome right. scene. Yes. It's just that they're saying nonsense right. like drivelly crap. It's like when you see a film
0: subtitled. And they don't really get. And they're nowhere near from, you know, it, right? It's yeah. Like if you had heard the dialogue from this and you put it on one of Nolan's Batman films with Kane and Bale talking, you'd be like, this, this sucks, <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> right. Yeah, you're right. You're but right.
1: But there's, there's a lot of that that happens, and then you get to other things where, you, you get to like the part where Superman finally has to go, and he's kidnapped his mom and everything. Right. And, you know, again, there's so much of this that doesn't make sense, even it definitely doesn't make sense in the comics, but even within its own parameters that it establishes at the beginning. Right. So Lex Luthor captures Superman's mom because he wants him to fight and he wants Batman to kill Superman and whatever. So he kidnaps Superman's mom. And he goes, aha, well, you can't kill me. You have to go fight Batman, because if you kill me, she's dead. Right. Well, what would actually happen, even by this own movie's setup, right. is that he would just kill him instantly, right, and right. then fly away, and in one second he'd be standing next to his mom, right? Because it's happened twice in the movie, in this
0: movie, this movie, right. right? This particular film, they've already established that, right.
1: All Lois Lane has to do is think that right. she's in trouble, she and Superman just shows he up. He
0: just listens for her. Always. He's
1: just, yeah. She's just falling. Creepy. Off the yeah. building right. sixty seconds ago, you made me watch this happen, right? And he shows up before she can hit the ground, right? And it's the first thing that happens in the movie when right. she's in trouble in another country, right? Africa, and and nothing even happens in that scene really, right? Right? Nothing like explosions don't go off. She doesn't scream. Right? It's like her, you know, heartbeat goes up a little, <laughs> and he shows up. Yeah. And now all of a sudden, oh, but what I want to work now for right. my story is I've kidnapped her and you don't know where she is. Yeah. Don't I? Right. <laughs> like, couldn't
0: like, you know, exactly. The genius of all these other films that they think are maybe too old is like, you know, even in the very original one, the 78 one, where Gene Hackman finally lays out his plan and Superman's like, you're an idiot. I'm just going to rip this place down. And he's got the kryptonite in a lead box like there's, right, a, there's right. a series of events that make it seem really believable that a you've got to have dangerous. something
1: smart going
0: on and he's behind ahead it of him right? already right like you're you're in every way better than him except intellectually he's right. already around the corner if this film had had anything like that like i actually thought there was another gotcha moment when he was like where is she and he's like they didn't tell me
1: i wouldn't let them and i'm like so what? Right. Just listen, dude. It like, doesn't it, can't
0: you hear your voice. It mom? doesn't
1: matter in other circumstances. But now so when weird. we want it to that's matter, no and adoring. then and then it's the same thing. He fly, so he has to fly away to Batman right. and he's all, oh no, you've got my mom. And, <laughs> right. And then he ha- and then that's another that's thing. That's better than the dialogue we get actually. That's another thing too that's really weird, is like you were saying, at certain parts of this movie, Superman's just like a dick. Yeah in a way. Like just yeah. he's so aloof. Right that he comes across as just being a dick because yeah. he's like whatever and right. then all of a sudden oh you've got my mom right, and now right. all of a sudden he crumbles and everything he's yeah. like well guess i have to go kill batman
0: right. even
1: though <laughs> like he just says it like that like even though he's he's on this whole like uber morality you yeah. know mode right and then he goes oh look at that dude i guess i do have to kill batman right and he like shows up and then he's like well i have to get him to help me to mm-hmm to whatever and then so he fl- he swoops in he knows batman's there to try and kill him and does he say anything no does he land and go dude wait 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 yeah lex luthor has got my mom held captive and <laughs> right. he's behind it all and everything no does he do that no he just stands there and like glares at him right. and goes sup yeah <laughs> and then they fight it's like it would be awesome if he
0: said that batman just pointed to his super helmet
1: and went like can't hear you right I don't know what you' right. saying right. The and, and then they and then they fight right for a Ever. real for a really long time, right because I briefly glanced at a comic book and right. it seemed like that was what happened right. right They just fight and fight and fight, and they can't hurt each other yeah and uh and you know earlier in the movie, you know, Superman throws a whole building or yeah. or you know destroys half the state by, you know, moving his foot a little bit or whatever armor on Batman. And all of a sudden, I mean, Superman would just walk up and crumple the whole thing into a little ball. If he wanted to, according to the other things that he can do, right. You can't put like a couple of inches of steel on Batman and knock him through, like, five concrete walls, and he just gets back up. I mean, it's it's just so – like, you don't need that. Anyway, they could have, like, a semi-more realistic fight yeah. where Superman has, like, a better position of things going on, and he's not trying to kill him or whatever. And so, fine, he doesn't get that hurt because Superman is holding back. Right. But he doesn't hold so back Jack,
0: in this. The problem with with what they deliver here, and what Zack Snyder feels everyone's been waiting to see, is it's legitimately. It's kind of like I always. It's funny the way that movie memes kick into your head. But it's like when Jeff Goldblum in in uh, Jurassic Park is criticizing them for standing on the on the shoulders of geniuses and doing what they wanted to do before they knew whether they should do it, just because they can. Right. This film really understands inherently something that it doesn't spend any time or attention and therefore has no return investment on the story of why that worked so well in Frank Miller's story. Batman and Superman fight in the dark Knight returns, but there's a huge buildup and there's a huge series of events of why they're at odds, you know, right. and it, it, it's legitimate, it's reasonable. And in the huge history of them being on the same side, but not seeing the same thing. And then there's a real legitimate series of events that makes Superman more you know not as powerful in that moment when batman can really do what he wants to him here all Zack snyder seems to do is flip to the last two pages of that and be like oh well batman's batman. so they have this so fight. he can find a way to do it and i'll do it like this but i'll instead of the two and a half hour running time i've got i'll make that believable in seven seconds right you know and, and it, it all makes no sense just play along it's just ridiculous to to assume that that stuff makes sense to anyone who's either read the stories, you know, like we have or hasn't even and or look at it or go, has, has been I watching happen? the movie or has seen <laughs> right. Man of Steel and now this and be like, wait a minute, what is going on right. here? The funniest part about all this. It doesn't even begin to touch, you know, the next shitty thing. And, you know, if you're not done with it, we can go back to it. But then I'm like, now you got to introduce this genetic weird hybrid, the super monster thing, which is Doomsday, because now he wants to combine the Dark Knight Returns with Superman's death. And he's got all these things And
1: I'm like. You're just doing too much. Right. Like you, you've jam-packed this you jam packed the film with. So you know things. that you don't have a story. Right. And therefore, here's a lot of right. distractions.
0: All of these other things, and even Doomsday
1: is done bad.
0: You know, Doomsday to me, not not aesthetically. Though aesthetically, I wasn't wild about him. Uh, aesthetically, just kind of looked like he belonged in a Will Smith Wild Wild West sequel. Like right. The whole. The whole setup, the whole, the whole battle, everything about it. It looked
1: like, so you, you know what it looked on. like to me, is somebody oh. was trying to make, like if somebody right now tried to make a Godzilla movie right. using a big plastic suit that a guy's in, Yeah. but let's touch it up a little right. and put some CGI effects onto it yeah. or whatever. But yeah, no, it looked really seems, goofy. Nothing seems important about the movie.
0: Except to, and, and I don't even mean like important except to sell toys. I don't even, I didn't even get like the, like Happy Meal vibe from this thing. I just
1: got the, we're building. Right. Cause pool. you don't want that doomsday guy in your Happy right. Meal. <laughs> no.
0: But it just, nothing seems important and nothing seems to matter. No. Like even, even when you have scenes that you should put most of your energy and attention into, if you want as Warner Brothers really does want us to leave the theater and
1: be so excited and mm-hmm. really hope for the next one, and, and really and, confused
0: yeah. and talking about this in the way that people leave theaters when they're our age. And you couldn't stop talking about what happened to Han Solo when he was in Carbonite. Right. Like those years were uh, eternal right. with no internet, just talking to your buddies. <laughs> they want us to leave the theater and talk about all these things, but the funeral scene is so devoid of emotion or and, and so long, and so long, and peppered with things that are so poorly written, like uh, you know, Batman just saying like, "It's coming," right? You know, I mean, whatever poor lines he. I just got a feeling,
1: you know. And I'm just and, like, and that's, that's, there's, that's
0: what we're going on.
1: There's so much of the funeral scene in a in a very odd way, and in a way that I don't know that I've run into often in movies. But I mean, this is the very end of the movie, right? But we got like the funeral scene, and it's almost like they just said. So what actually happens at funerals as, as opposed, go, go to as funeral, opposed to, me. Yeah. as opposed to like, what do I want to show and why do I want to show it right. or whatever it is? Right. There's like people doing stuff and it's just like, well, I mean, that happens at funerals. So right. that's what's happening. What, yeah. What's wrong? What's wrong with that? Yeah. We're just showing that. Right? right. And it's, it was just odd. And by that point in the movie, anyway, you're so, over distant, everything distant and age, out of it. That, yeah, I'm But am like so and, and the movie goes through, like I said, the Batman thing. I don't know that I like Ben Affleck that much, but, yeah. uh, you know, who cares? At this point, everyone's thought, been Batman doing, at some point right. or another, right? I thought right?
0: he was doing really well. I thought he was doing really it's, well. It's
1: his turn. You know, It was. it's hard, I think, to kind of distance just him from this being such a weird, goofy Batman. That Maybe. you know what I, I mean? Know what mean? It's, I it's, it's mean. like the Batman you know, is really awful, and and at what point is it? Well, fine, it's just because he's right. forced to say those things. It's right. not his fault. But there was there was very little, you know, really getting to him anyway. Everything yeah. was like very cliff note version of yeah. here's why this character is doing these things, and we would take a really long time right showing like you said this this one uh when he goes to Lex Luthor's house and puts the uh, thing on the on the deal yeah. we get we watch that forever right but that, yeah. that that is not the part that does anything with anyone's character Right, that's just like the the scene that we hacked out of a James Bond script right. or whatever yeah but you have these other scenes where you know why is he doing it and what pissed him off or right. why is he pissed now about superman i mean we see the opening scene where there's all the death and destruction but right. that's at the very beginning and kind of boring anyway right but we see all this other stuff where he's kind of living the fallout of yeah superman right. and the things that are supposed to be believable excuses for the fact that he's just lost his mind now right, right. which those seem like you know, we had an hour of that, and we cut it down to like two minutes, <laughs> <laughs> and and so you don't really get anything. All you get is, I'm telling you, he's crazy now, right? And so just go with that, right? He's just he's branding people. The people who have his brand are getting killed in prison, mm-hmm. and the branding is is fairly bonkers anyway, right? right? Because that's just not Batman, right? And then you get this part where. I don't know if the movie kind of does this accidentally or this is supposed to be some grand statement that the movie is making on, you know, his own views and how he sees things or whatever. But his whole problem supposedly is that, you know, all these people die in the fallout of the big fight that happens. Right. Then he goes to steal the kryptonite right. and right. blows up half the town on his way to get it. And right. he just goes, Whatever. doesn't matter what I do, I have to get this right. thing. Right. And you're going, you know, you can't, you can't piece that together with Superman right. trying to kill a super right. villain. And you know, I'm and sorry, get, all this fallout happened, right. but and but I get it that did. Metaphor
0: too, which is, you know, if if you're on the side of right, you'll, you know, you'll take casualties right but he's all, like blowing do, up right.
1: everything he's, doing, he's becoming running he people did, right. into all sorts of cars and everything right and they don't really look at it they don't talk about right. it they don't mention it in the movie you just yeah. have to see it right but he's so psycho now yeah. that it's just you know top trumps who's crazier I, in the movie and there's yeah. nothing interesting about People who yeah. are just not, not yeah, from from the start, like you've said before, you you're not even at
0: eight, you're at eleven. We're already right. and and there's no going back. You only can go to fifteen. Right. Know? I love because uh, you just made me think of it. I love just the. It, it's not even. I mean, video games are more complex than this. I love how Bruce Wayne just goes down a couple flights of stairs past the kitchen and the kitchen just happens to be next to the super control.
1: Right. Exactly. You know, Cause that's where you clear, would have it's that big right. glass
0: windows. You know, it's not behind it's, No, it's separate. It's
1: separated off. It's just there by a glass walls. Right. So you have to see it. So you can see the lights and things. And there's yeah. no way to be it. in the kitchen without looking Without looking it. at it. Right. <laughs>
0: and, and I love just having like the help next to the super right. Computer. Right.
1: Um, in a unlocked door. Right, he just he just walks opens he the do door. Right, and I'm right.
0: There will be a lot of Jason Bourne stuff here. No, no.
1: He just goes in. No, he doesn't need and, any gadgets. And his super his his assistant. car even is like sad. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Like all of the I super guess. cars we've had in the other Batman movies, and his car looks like it's not done. Right, <laughs> <laughs> right. There's a bunch of stuff that that Ben Affleck
0: did, and I won't run down a list of it. Some of it I actually thought was all silent. You know, there's there's a conveyance of uh, of experience and maturity there, maybe i 'm extrapolating a bit on a film that I hated, but I love like even though the scene doesn't wholly make a lot of sense, um, when he 's rushing towards the building, you know in the kind of flashback, when he grabs the girl and he 's looking up at the sky and he 's just got this this look on his face, right you know, and I think that 's a hard sell for some people. I think they can just look constipated, but he's actually conveying a bunch of stuff just like later when he's getting ready to put the suit on, and he's kind of looking at the the spooky shadow of the suit in the revolving door, and he's both looking at it like I, I hate that suit, right? You know, but I got to wear it because I'm the only one that it fits. Like metaphorically, literally, like right. He does all these things with just himself that I found to be
1: like if you take better. if you take them and put them in an entirely different movie, right? Or yes, it's just it a Batman very, movie or something like strangely that. Strangely enough,
0: yeah. and we didn't even mention this. I don't even know if. It, it, and it was just another ingredient in when I was thinking about how badly cast some of the roles were. I'm not sold on Amy Adams being a good Lois Lane. She's okay, right? But she doesn't do much for me. And I just like Diane, uh, Diane Lane, because I think I like her in other films. But right. I don't know that she does a whole lot to this film. I thought in Man of Steel she was fine. We didn't even begin to mention, though we might, the bizarre dreams that everyone has, including Kevin Costner's appearance. Throwing bricks on brick. I mean, like that was so stupidly misplaced. Except just cameo fodder. I hated Jeremy
1: Irons. Yeah, I, I didn't like Jeremy Irons Jeremy either. Irons, and I like him. I like Jeremy Irons <clears>
0: greatly. <throat> yeah. it, it it has nothing to do with the fact that he's not a stuffy British guy, because Jeremy Irons is kind of a stuffy British guy. It had everything to do with the fact that he just looked like Commissioner Gordon. Like right, he just he just looked, so he just just looked very he looked, out of he place. Looked very like unshaven yeah. and scratchy and scrappy. I don't care that he had glasses on. I don't care that he didn't have a butler suit on. And all of a sudden, he's
1: doing a bunch of fixing crap and stuff. It just just was odd.
0: I just think that Jeremy Irons was, though he didn't sink anything terribly, I just, every time I saw him, I was like, you're not Alfred. Get out of the shot. And part of that, again, isn't necessarily him doing bad deliveries or anything. I just think that, aesthetically, he's a bad cast.
1: It's also like... It fits with the movie, though, because yeah. it, it's like Zack Snyder said, I have a better idea for how Alfred will be right. like, I'll, right. <laughs> like yeah. I have a better idea for how Batman yeah. will be, how had, Superman will be, how comic book stories will be. Right. I mean, everything like it's I had a friend, uh,
0: you know, I was I was bitching about the movie over the weekend. And, <laughs> and he's loudly uh, from street. Cars. No, and I didn't say he just he called. He wanted to know what I thought. And I was telling him. And, and his reaction to one part of it, because I was real hard on it. I'm like, I feel like it's a three, maybe a three and a half, if I think fondly of anything, right. <laughs> you know. And I didn't know exactly where you are. I thought you might be four, three. I thought we were going to be pretty close. Two is not that far away. But his attempt to save grace with the film, like, I think got a different reaction for me than he wanted, because it made me more irritated at, <laughs> at him and the movie. He said, yeah, but wasn't Aquaman cool? And I went if, if didn't cause he was he, he was actually this shill for what Warner Brothers wanted. He's right, looking right. forward to Justice League already. Right. He got to see you, you know, you get to see The Flash, Cyborg, Wonder Woman, and Aquaman briefly in the scene that you talk about, which is so ridiculous because you are led to believe that Lex Luthor's files include him making fancy icons for right, every every exactly. file. Like, real like great looking icons, right. which the heroes themselves have to use later on their costume. Uh, right. Like how did Okay. <laughs> but he he was like didn't didn't Aquaman look boss? And I was like kind of, but I don't care. I guess. If it didn't matter right. if that was the closing sting scene, like the post-credit thing. Sure. Okay.
1: Yeah, but actually, that's, movie that's, that's what it guys, looks like, is it looks like that was going to be like the post credit scene.
0: If, if that had been it, him
1: clicking on it, and while the credits were And, it, and on, it could have perfect. even been somebody else clicking on them, Anybody, or we that know that he thing. has it, so he could have been looking yeah. at it, and that could have been the closing scene, then it would have been great. If you right? tell
0: me during the course of hating on this movie, like...
1: Yeah, but they got, uh, didn't the kryptonite smoke look good? Right. Do- Doomsday Spice right. Man, that looked cool. Right. When, they they, right. when there were the lightning then arcs and stuff. Then, and then I
0: appreciate you love this film. And you're one of the people
1: who, um,
0: you know, I looked up Metacritic. Nothing matters. I didn't see, I mean, right. Just, I, didn't, I didn't look at Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, Metacritic, the average user score is like seven and a half. And that's because so many people rated this 10. Right. And I get that they went out and had a good time but this is not on par with or better than the best film you've ever seen which is what a 10 should be right but but so many people are rating it high and and I get that but if you're clinging to the fact that they got the color on Aquaman's trident right and Wonder Woman's shield you know really wasn't canon but it was pretty close or you know you're you're seeing a different movie than I am right and you're not paying attention to the movie that we're watching. So, if if you can take concessions from that, fantastic. It infuriated me. It actually was kind of insulting. Like, right.
1: don't don't do this if if you're making a movie. Like, don't
0: don't handle it like
1: this. Yeah. But, there were also weird things with uh, Wonder Woman for me. And now, at some point, I am I am way not uh, comic book geek enough to right. know everything about everything. Right. 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 But uh, there were some things that I thought were, were just weird that were thrown in, like they're fighting uh, the giant monster. The Doomsday, yeah. Right. and And she's like cutting him. Right. But he's like healing. Right. And it's like coming back and stuff. And I go, okay, like that looks cool. And like, he's also super many kryptonite right. you know, whatever. <laughs> right. So it makes sense in a way that he heals. Like, because if you can hurt him, like if you can hurt Superman, right. maybe he hurts, even though it maybe he heals, even though you can't actually hurt him. So, <laughs> right. but now we have the kryptonite that can hurt him and stuff. But then at some point, like, I'm so bored with this movie, yeah. right, that I start thinking to myself, didn't she get her stuff, like, literally from a god? Yeah. Can't that hurt people from Krypton? Yeah. Because, well, yeah. Aren't we, aren't we trying too hard to, like, make things work together? Because at some point, right. when God gives you something, <laughs> you've got to it he, ought he to understood. be able to hurt people, right? <laughs> yeah. I don't know, but there was so much but you know the one thing that i did want to say before we uh get out of this yeah. movie is um the other two things that i had massive problems with and uh we've already been very spoilery so yeah. it this won't matter much but the dream sequences yeah whoever's having them batman has a whole bunch of he them has bunch. superman, superman has one superman has that fly in too yep. that feels the way that it's put into the movie, right? Mm-hmm. The way that you actually get those dream sequences, even though uh, spoil the first 30 seconds of the movie, it starts with one, right? Right, right. Um, which I thought was kind of funny because that starts off, and then everyone goes, everyone in the theater like goes, "Wait, what? what? What's yeah. happening?" Right. There were people that like wanted to leave right then. Right. <laughs> I heard them that were like going, I heard "I'm them, out." come on right. already. But like, then you don't know it's a dream sequence, right? But they're like, well, now we're not even Batman at all or whatever. I mean, right. it's crazy. That feels like somebody making a movie yeah. with a ton of budget, right? Yeah. And they go, let's make like five or six dream sequence weird things. And maybe we'll stick one in. Right. And really early in production, you just shoot a whole bunch of like weird, crazy scenes. Mm-hmm. You don't necessarily have your Absolutely completed script yet, right? And you just film a bunch of crap, right. right? And you go, I don't know, it's mostly CGI, so just knock some stuff out. And yeah. then you get to the end, and you go, eh, put them all in, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> find a place right. to stick them all in there, right? right? And it's and it's so weird. And that leads to one of the other things right. that that was a weird, horrible thing for for the movie for me. That that this was like the point in the movie where I just kind of went. Well, now you're just screwing with me, right? right? Because they have this huge scene that the whole movie is building up to in its own way, right? Mm-hmm. Where they blow up like Congress, right? right? And there's a way in which that movie makes sense, right? Yep. But the only way that movie makes sense is if the point of it is to make Superman look bad. Right. Because the whole scheme behind that is to get Superman in a place, yep. Congress blows up, and then everyone's supposed to go, well, Superman went in, right? Blew, and the place right. blew up, right. and then he walked out, right? and now we all hate Superman even more, right? Right. Ten seconds after that scene, you hear somebody on TV in the movie <laughs> yeah. say, well, we know that this other guy was the bomber and had the bomb in his wheelchair. Right. So why did you – what? Right. <laughs> like that yeah. whole part too, that feels when you're watching the movie like it's the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. They filmed that whole scene, yep. and then five months later, they said, we're going to rework the way everything happens in the movie. Yeah. But we got this scene already. Right. Well, stick it in. Right.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That Who, looks
1: good. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> right. And then, and then they go like, there's no way you could have that scene happen unless you're just really, you can't have that scene happen. And at the time you planned to film that also have the plan that 10 seconds later, somebody would take the heat off Superman, like instantly after that happens, there's absolutely no heat on Superman for that. It's actually the thing that sort of absolves Superman of everything. Yeah. What? What What (laughs) It makes no sense at all. The whole thing
0: reminds me of, uh, what was that Mel Brooks thing uh, about Hitler that only succeeded because it was so bad? It kept accidentally doing well. It was, uh, oh God, uh, springtime for Hitler. Did you? I don't know. You know okay, it's pr- it's like in the producers, it's like this thing where they just say... Oh yeah 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 yeah. So yeah. backwards, right. so clumsy, so ineffectual, and it succeeds despite every effort to really tank it. It's right. Like this has now become. They're like, trying to make it bad. Myself. That's, that's right. what because right. you just said that it made me think like, you you told why this didn't work. You absolved him, and you still didn't get it right. Right. And you accidentally assume everyone else isn't paying attention to. It, that whole scene also annoys me. The Congress stuff. I like Holly Hunter. And it was interesting seeing her play a senator, but then when you realize that we've gone through all these things with her and Lex Luthor, only to have the joke basically like, did she drink his urine?
1: Right, right.
0: And I'm not even being facetious. Like that's 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 the whole. That's
1: actually the joke.
0: And then I'm like, did I really just watch 20 minutes of this just to potentially see a senator like gasp because she might like? I'll give it this because we do. I like this part of the movie. uh, I like this part of the podcast. The trailers Mm -hmm. that I saw kind of are the movie that right. i wound up seeing but strangely the trailers that i saw represented a more cohesive version uh, of a better I version saw. of the film. The stuff about holly hunter actually like calling him to congress having him answer like that's actually interesting i like that idea i just wish someone with talent had pulled it off right because Zack snyder just is interested in doing what you just described so i'm not going to go over it again but there were a lot of really interesting things that happened in the trailers. I knew were kind of out of place, um, not fleek, but especially once I saw Doomsday show up, I knew that some of the stuff with Batman fleeing from things, I knew right, that had right. to be Doomsday because I was like, Superman would just fix this quick. But right. even even things like, you know, just one more gripe that's real quick. Even Zack Snyder again not understanding the source material. Like all of a sudden Doomsday, which is some weird metamorphosized version of zod which i kind of like him going after zod too that's a weird There are like these weird sprinkled things in the film that i think were good him going after zod's body to do research and on and on and on um despite getting access to the kryptonian ship which in the last film recognized if you were kryptonian or not and it just eradicated you like it it like shot lois because she was not kryptonian i guess if you've got doomsday's fingerprints on you're not zapped by the same security measure but whatever you know the, the the thing about Superman is he's as powerful and as strong as he is because he's alien but he's had time to soak up the radiation from the yellow sun our sun right doomsday hasn't had any time to soak up any radiation he should be big and powerful but very vulnerable but not just destroy the whole world exceptionally vulnerable like he's dangerous but he should be a, well, cake, a well, cakewalk well and then
1: of. but you know you're thinking too hard about the movie in a movie that like demands you don't think about anything and doesn't right. make any sense. Because even right there, you've got uh, Lex Luthor gets into the alien ship right. because he cuts Zod's fingerprints off and yep. whatever. He gets into the ship and the ship starts going, uh, yeah, here's the library where we have all of the information uh, Krypton ever had right. in the history of the planet. And he goes, all right, all I want out of that is a thing that will kill me too. Right, Like, all yeah, I want right. is to destroy the world. Yeah. Like, he's is supposed to be Lex Luthor. You, right. could, he could have anything yeah. that he wants yeah. that Krypton ever knew how to do, and he's like, eh, I'm gonna make a monster, whatever. I, <laughs> and and then you've got, uh you know, because Zack Snyder thinks that somewhere buried in this there's some interesting story, and right. he's working a lot of themes like really awesomely, right? Right. Then you get, you know, things that are like cheap and ridiculous outs. Like you know, his mom is uh, captured, and we already right. talked about that. But then you know he walks out of this bomb exploding thing, and he's talking to Lois, and he's feeling all bad about himself, and he's right. you know having his moment, and he's like, "I didn't see it because I wasn't looking right. because I've spent too much time with humans or whatever." Right. And then suddenly he had a Batman voice that was like yeah. accidental, but I love it. But he's like, "I didn't <laughs> see it because I wasn't looking." Really? Since when is that a thing? Right. That Superman walks into a room and doesn't know there's a bomb in there because, like, well, I had my iPod still on right. and I was distracted. Yeah. Right. So what? Yeah. <laughs> How was that a thing? If, if in an outtake, if
0: Saturday Night Live ever did it, and he's like, I didn't see it because I was confused why the senator was drinking urine right. behind the king. Like, I, okay, then there's a joke. But you're right. He walks
1: in, he hears it, and he, then and then the not not, not only that, but he looks over at it. Yeah. Like you know a, right. he actually, a second before it goes right. off, he looks over at it, right, and he doesn't do anything right. He just stands there. He doesn't fly over to it in like a second right. and then fly out the top of the building With in a second and him. let it blow up, right. Meanwhile, at the beginning of the movie right he takes out the bad guy in like one millionth of a second right he is like all the way across like he you've already told us he
0: could do it yeah
1: that he had time to yeah. get the bomb out of it you know it's just man it's crap, it's just though. so it's so lost in it, it's it's like any kind of you know artist or something doing something yeah. with the idea that it's already the best thing that's ever happened right like just I'm already making this movie that is, you know, better than anything that anyone else has ever done. Yeah. And so then it's like, you know, everything I do in this movie is good because I did it. I did it. (laughs) If, if Luther had been straight,
0: like playing it kind of like uh, ambitious and conniving, but you know, maybe a little duplicitous because he's clearly got resources. Maybe he didn't earn his fortune because it seemed like he inherited it. But if he became crazy and the Luther we started to see after he got access to the Kryptonian Library that fixes everything
1: for me about him, like I would understand well, it could be like if that if that drove him crazy and, yeah, or whatever I would be all but right why could why couldn't we just have the actual lex luther why couldn't why that. couldn't he right. just
0: be just gonna say
1: why couldn't he just be a smart guy who like Lex Luthor historically right. actually has as a motivation. He just wants to get rid of Superman right. because he's like competition for right. being the most powerful and right. he's going to mess up his plans in the future. Yeah. You know, when you're Lex Luthor and Superman shows up, you go, that's going to be a problem. Right. So right. I have to figure I out got, a way to get, to get rid, rid of it. Him.
0: Right. And that's a big challenge that's, for you. Why couldn't we just have that? Well, I was just going to say, like, I could, if you, if you told me he's got to be in the story like that, I'm like, all right, well, this is how I guess you could justify it. But why don't you just have like a good Luthor to start with? So, <laughs> right. Anyway, I, I just, I, I don't know. It, it, this is like one of these things that you say what we say isn't gonna change anybody's
1: mind. You've already right. seen it. Right, everyone's by gonna now, see it or
0: you're gonna see it regardless. I, I don't tell anybody
1: to go see this. I would never tell anyone to see this. I say there are this, this is going to be a seeing, rough but, year, right? Yeah. If this is going to be a rough year if I spend a more irritated, annoyed, <laughs> yeah, uh horrible half hour of watching a movie right. anywhere this year. That, you know, can be worse than the last half hour of watching this movie, because right. by the last half hour of this movie, I'm just like sitting there going, right, just and Do it. Yeah. just anything. There was I, there was nothing left. Yeah, even like the last 45 minutes, there's nothing left to like be hopeful about there's no way it's coming back from from uh uh, giving me a psycho batman and a psycho lex luthor it's like the only motivation i understand you know what as i was watching it and i was really bored and i was thinking about things what i started thinking (laughs) about was when you're always talking about horror movies right and like yeah horror movies as time goes on and you get new and different horror movies are are like a constant, you know, reflection of what society is scared of. Yeah. Whether you can make a good movie about that or not. Right. Right. Because right. sometimes it's just that, you know, people are scared of home invasion. So I am gonna make home we'll invasion a movie. Yeah. And do I have a good idea for a home invasion movie? Yeah. Maybe not. I mean, some of them could be good right. too, but but maybe I don't, but it doesn't matter because I'm just going to make some dumbass movie about home invasion and it'll be scary. And you know, that's what I'm doing. It's like, it's just finding out what you're scared of first. Right. And then like build a movie about it. And this movie was like, um, I think most people in comic books are completely nuts. Mm -hmm. And uh, let's have like some bombings and let's connect terrorists in there somehow yeah. and let's have her go talk to a terrorist at the beginning so that i can right. say the word terrorist right so i can just have her say are you a terrorist right <laughs> and right. and we can throw that in and then just this whole kind of thing where what everyone is pissed about superman about right whether it's jesse eisenberg or batman is just having power like just having too much power and not being sure what you're going to do with it. Right. And it's like, uh, you know, it's just like um, the Sentinels and the X-Men or whatever. It's just, I don't like mutants because I don't, I don't know how to control them or whatever. And they have power and I don't or whatever. And so it's like, I don't know. I think comic books are about that. And this is what people are scared of. And sew it all together. It. <laughs> right. However you have to. Right. And and if it if it doesn't make sense that Batman and Superman are gonna fight, it's sort of like when I first saw the trailer of this, and I'm going, how does that make sense really? Yeah. Right. And so did Zack Snyder. He's like, Oh, you give me like a jillion dollars. I'll right. make your I'll movie. Make, yeah, right. I don't understand your movie or how it makes any sense, it, yeah. but it doesn't matter because I'll just make Batman nuts. Yeah. And then that's why he's fighting. Him. Imagine if
0: when the, this would be the, this would be the best double take if when the blue with the additional hour of movie that we need to see is on it, it makes it like awesome.
1: It all makes sense. Like It, it all comes mad. together. It's just, we
0: edited great.
1: it I, i'm gonna see
0: i'm gonna see a really great and exciting and adult themed and mature superhero film and then you know another month i hope with civil war this will take the taste out Good of it luck. I hope, but uh come on maybe all right well, I anyway know. i i i it's weird as strongly as i've talked negatively about the film i still feel like three three and a half i'll be at three and a half because i did not just the stuff that I put into it, like only if they had done this. But there were there were fun things that they did. It just didn't feel as fun because the annoying things were way more prevalent. Yeah. But there were sparks
1: there, of really there were, good things. There, there, there were a couple of fun things and there was And there's a good there were here, some times that Ben Affleck's Batman was yeah. okay. And like you said, it's probably a little bit more Bruce Wayne. I think it's Bruce Wayne. As there well were uh, yeah. there were some things that were kind of fun, except that anything that was pretty good you probably saw in the trailer like that right. one like yeah. that one line right. where he goes i thought she was with you you know yeah that, that was actually a, like a fun moment trailer. right yeah but you saw that in the trailer and yeah. it does and you know for me even if there are a couple things i kind of like you'd have to completely start over it's right. not like you could just fix a yeah. couple of things and or, that
0: whole thing where he's like do you bleed and he flies off and he's like you will right like, i'm like that's that's like a Seven Eleven, right? And, fight. and like the whole thing—you around and be like, "What?" You the, want to find out? Like, the whole let's go. the whole
1: thing too is so, so goofy. Stupid. Yeah, it's not like you it's didn't so hear stupid.
0: him. I know. Yeah, <laughs> it's, he's like listen for Lois falling somewhere. It's
1: not um, like you could you could let him right. fly away for a second yeah, and then like now you, he can't he hear right. you. But you know that whole thing too yeah, is, annoying. you know, you're Superman and it's Batman, and you fly into this one thing and go, "Stop being the." batman right. or whatever right? right you don't think superman could just like maybe fly in and go all right look dude let's, <laughs> let's like figure out what's going on here right, right. i mean they're no because right. they don't talk to each other
0: and, and you know and i know we're getting off you know we're getting out of here now again another kind of mini scene
1: followed by a scene that i loathe
0: is when they're at that party and Jesse Eisenberg, even from the trailers, I, I kept saying to you, like, he looks like the worst thing in this film because he's like, oh, right. I wouldn't want to fight this guy. And he's just like so pandering to try to make something happen. But that scene where they're talking about, you know, Gotham is just a little wary of freaks and clowns. Right, and right, like, right. Th- Those moments are really good. That, that conversation exposes a situation that these two characters, if you believe who they are, and like you said, there's nobody more understood than these guys at this point in the world. Uh, you know, in the comic book history of things, you know, they do have diametrically opposing things, like the Boy Scout versus the guy who gets it done, and how can you be hypocritical one way? Well, you're hypocritical this way. Like that's a scene I want to watch a lot of. Right. And there's a lot to be said there about character development. But we got to
1: hurry up and produce this right, funny thing, but, but we're not going to do and it. And we got to. You know, that's that. That's so that kind of touches on why I think that even in a sense, in in a certain part of what it means to be directing well i yeah. think the the movie is still directed well because yeah. that scene is not different than the rest of the movie right except that they say things you can stand to listen to right because it, it's the same thing in the rest of the movie the scenes are great when you can't hear anyone talking right if you ju- if you just watch the movie and you can't hear what people say right it's done well but the and you know conversations are really hard to film actually yeah and i think they're actually filmed really well in this movie it's just that they say stupid things and the cohesion (laughs) cohesion
0: between scenes is just weird and it's
1: yeah there's a lot of there's a lot of weird editing but a lot of that is because we had to fit the Dream sequence in there when we weren't planning to that have first, it <laughs> that first dream
0: sequence you don't know it was a dream sequence until he starts flying with right but right. I'm like
1: oh God oh no come on don't do that it's it's such a weird way to start your movie too because it's like you start the movie by uh, saying what I want to say to the audience right when they sit down, is uh, you're probably going to think this is stupid and roll your eyes a lot. Right. <laughs> I mean, right. Because right at the beginning of the movie, yeah. man, you could hear it in the theater. Yeah. yeah. Like everyone was, Oh, yeah. like everyone yeah. was yeah. going, what, what's happening anyway. Anyway. So uh, that's that one. Send your email responses yeah. to that to uh, Mark Eastman at are com. Uh Thanks for tuning in. We will see you next week. And you know, I'm not, I'm not sure at this point uh, what we'll get because it's uh, very limited stuff opening this week, this week, right now, coming up Friday is a weird limbo week where nothing wants to really do battle with stuff that's already out. Right. So there's, there's no big release and it's it's the next week after that, that you get some stuff. Right. Right. But uh, nobody wants to be too close to April fool's day. Nobody wants to be too close to Batman and Superman. So, which is, Unfortunate,
0: because right now is a prime slot to right. take we, over a bunch of box office. So. We, yeah, but
1: who who, who knew do, that yeah. was the way to I know? Pass. Yeah, who, uh, yeah. <laughs> but I, but uh, yeah. So next week we may have to go back to something. There's um, some things we, in the theater we haven't seen yet, which yeah. is
0: weird. But maybe we'll do that
1: anyway. But we'll be back next week, and uh, we're gonna <laughs> let you listen to us long enough. Thanks for yeah. tuning in. Uh, please, please share, subscribe, rate us on iTunes, review us on iTunes, and otherwise trick your friends into listening to us. Yeah, thanks. Bye.